This podcast is brought to you by Visit Bucks County, which promotes travel to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Ideally located just 25 miles from Philadelphia and 75 miles from New York City, Bucks County offers scenic countryside, outdoor adventure, historic parks, downtown charm, miles of gardens and vineyards, and award-winning dining and accommodations. Plan your getaway now at visitbuckscounty.com. Welcome into episode two of From the Locals, our podcast that explores the people, the places, and the experiences that make Bucks County, Pennsylvania, a truly unique destination. I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and I am so excited about today's episode because I get to talk to Carl Glassman, who, along with his wife, Dini, owns and operates the Wedgwood Inn in New Hope. The Wedgwood Inn is a bed and breakfast that has 18 upscale suites and is set on three private acres right in the heart of downtown New Hope. It's been featured on the cover of National Geographic Traveler, and on top of that, the inn has an incredible history that plays a part in both the American American Revolution, as well as the Underground Railroad. And Carl is one of my absolute favorite people to talk to. I've been looking forward to recording this episode with him for such a long time. Every time I talk to him, I learn something new about Bucks County that I didn't know before. And I think if you're a local, if you're a prospective visitor, you'll find something surprising in this episode as well. I'm so excited for you to hear it. Make sure you stick around till the end for our set of rapid fire questions for Carl. See if he can get through all of our Bucks County questions in just a minute. And make sure you keep an eye out for my blog post on visitbuckscounty.com where you can find a behind the scenes look at recording this episode as well as some bonus content. And if you're not already, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a future episode of From the Locals. Thanks so much. Carl, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We are so excited to have you as our first virtual guest, joining us directly from the Wedgwood Inn. And I want to dive right in because we have a lot to cover here between you and your wife coming to own this property and the history of the inn. Um, But I want to start at the beginning because you actually have an interesting story. You don't start out um, in life to become an innkeeper. You actually begin your career as something else. So um, what was it that you went to school for and what did you start out in your career as? Sure. First, I want to say greetings from New Hope, Pennsylvania. Hello. Uh, my wife and I both went to Rutgers uh, in New Jersey, and um, I studied, including a master's degree uh, in the field of public policy research. Okay. So I worked at a Princeton think tank for many years, and my wife was a social work administrator mm. and ran programs for the elderly for the state of New Jersey. We always stayed at inns, we enjoyed staying at inns and we kind of said, gee, one day when we retire, wouldn't it be fun to be an innkeeper? Although that day of retirement came at 27 instead of 67. 27. You guys were young. That's right. When did you start out settled in Bucks County or did you live somewhere else at this time? Uh, we were living between New York City and Princeton and thought that if we wanted to live and work together, where would we do that? So we actually looked up and down the East Coast as well as the West Coast. 
and really thought that New Hope and Bucks County had everything that we wanted as a place to live ourselves, because of the sense of history, the sense of community, um, the Victorian and colonial architecture, mm-hmm. and especially the people. Yes. We really enjoyed the tradition of um, accepting uh, people of different faiths, different religions, different races. And we felt very comfortable here mm-hmm. and thought that New Hope would be the place that we could showcase all our interests and talents uh, and that the inn would be the, the platform to do that. Yeah, you did such a good job of describing really the culture of New Hope. For people who haven't been there, it's also a very beautiful place. Can you describe for someone who hasn't been there, what is New Hope like? Oh boy. So, you know, Bucks County is named after Buckinghamshire, England, Hmm. because the first settlers that came here with William Penn thought that the rolling hills and the beautiful stone farmhouses and the stone fences reminded them of their home in Buckinghamshire. And all those beautiful vistas remain today. The river, the valley, the rolling hills, very lush, green, fertile ground. It has the river, it has the river walk. There's great biking trails and hiking trails. Yep. And of course, Washington Crossing Park. And of course, we're part of New Hope and Lambertville where there's many, many live music venues. Of course, live theater, that's an equity theater. The shopping in New Hope, the shopping in Peathers Village, of course, the antiquing and the art in mm-hmm. this valley that has such a sense of history. And this is the reason why I absolutely love talking to you, Carl. Every time we have a conversation, you teach me something new about Bucks County that I didn't know before. <laughs> and even though that I've lived there for almost 30 years now, um, you still find new things to tell me about. And I so appreciate that. <laughs> I'm an avocational historian and I just love um, this area and I love to share it. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. So you and your wife settle in Bucks County. You're still working in Princeton at your corporate job. What gave you the urge to become an innkeeper? Yes, we actually um, purchased a small home and renovated that uh, in 1979. And um, with that energy of successfully renovating historic property, getting the antique bug, um, hosting friends who love to come down to this area. Mm -hmm. uh, That really cemented our interest in buying an inn here and staying here and putting our roots down here. And um, we knew that one of us needed a little more background uh, than just an interest in in sleeping at an inn six or eight times. So Deanie took the the first job at the only hotel in the area as the front desk manager. And Mm, through her experience and dealing with some of the smaller historic inns here, um, it gave us kind of an inside perspective to what was going on. And it proved to be very, very helpful because we had a lot of mentors when we first opened. Yeah, that's great that she was able to get that firsthand experience and really kind of get a peek of what your lives would be like. What year do you eventually purchase the Wedgwood Inn? Uh, Well, we got married in October of 1981 and we purchased the inn in December 
1981, oh opening in April 1982. Wow. So you guys opened quick. I mean, in a matter of seven months, you get married, you purchase the property, you open the inn. Yes. And to give you an idea, we had our settlement at 1 p.m., we had guests already at the inn when we came home from the settlement table <laughs> because uh, Dini's connections at the hotel here, oh. there were some people who came over with her. So wow. we came to an inn that was one third filled on the day of our settlement. Wow, that's really great. Did you have to do any renovations to the property or was it pretty much how you wanted it? Well, we bought an existing guest house. Okay. It had been lodging since the 1930s when three women, grandmother, mother, and daughter, moved in together to make ends meet during the Great Depression. Huh. Had six rooms and one and a half bathrooms. So the first thing we did was to upgrade. So the beautiful antique beds that grace our place today, all queen or king, and all mm -hmm. air conditioners, all rooms with an in-suite private bath, nice Wi-Fi, et cetera. So we really renovated the place from stem to stern, mm -hmm. uh, leaving the bones of this grand Victorian in place, just embellished them and improved the insides. Nice. Did you do the renovations yourself? Are you still working in Princeton at this point? Well, initially, um, I... My wife, uh, Nadine, retired cold turkey and became full-time innkeeper. I continued to work for a couple of years in Princeton. I needed to, I couldn't jump off the corporate ladder. I needed to mm. transition off the ladder <laughs> and give up my corner office and everything else that came with a Princeton think tank. Sure. And so I would come home at seven o'clock. I would be handed a paintbrush. I wasn't allowed to eat until I painted for two hours. <laughs> and usually a piece of pizza was passed up to me on the ladder. Oh, gosh. So you mentioned that you had guests right away. Does that sustain? Do you need to really get the word out about the Wedgwood? So we were very, very fortunate uh, that there were four or five um Inns, as well as the original hotel where my wife worked, that all gave referrals to us. Oh, nice. We also shopped locally. We always thought and still do, it's a corporate policy, that we buy local, we shop local. That's great. And so the, the, the bank that had the regional representative come in from Pittsburgh put them up with us. Mm. The shopkeeper whose um, card salesperson was traveling mm -hmm. stayed with us. So all that uh, pre-internet, yeah, and we also knew it was important to get into the few books that were out there. So we got in every book that we could. We also made early contact with the Bucks County Playhouse. Oh, And right. we became their favorite spot to put up famous people, their actors cool. and actresses. So probably one of the most famous is William Shatner from yeah. Star Trek fame. Yeah. Then the actors' uh, families would stay with us. Uh, or their friends. So we kept building business, you know, kind of block by block. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time going over some of the renovations that you did at the inn. What is it like today when someone walks into the door at the Wedgwood Inn? What can they expect? Uh, well, we greet everyone as if they were royalty. Wedgwood comes from Wedgwood, China. It's the China of the Queen. Hmm. 
stands for perfection. Uh, it's a classic blue and white. That's why the, our Victorian Wedgwood Inn is a painted a blue color uh, with white okay. trim. So there are three 19th century buildings completely remodeled. There's 10 rooms at the Wedgwood House. There's seven in our Umpleby House, named after William Umpleby, one of the Millers. That was his house. And we have a separate turn-of-the-century cottage. So mm -hmm. we have all rooms and suites, all offer modern amenities. Uh, we also have afternoon teas that we'll do uh, for uh, weddings or engagement parties. Oh, nice. We have three acres. Uh, we host elopements and small weddings here and uh, small meetings as well. Uh, mm -hmm. We've hosted a couple of live concerts here more recently. Oh, cool. Which has been lovely. And of course, this is all complemented by a delicious breakfast. Well, the breakfast, yes. Fresh is best. That's always been our motto. Mm -hmm. And we bake everything from scratch. And um, uh, we buy local and we try to buy organic as much as we can. So we always start with a fresh cut fruit salad. Yum. It's about seven types of fruit. There's also a low-fat yogurt with a, and a homemade granola, so you could have a, a parfait Sounds if you wish. Good. There's always an egg dish, and there's always uh, two types of breads. Today, we served a chocolate-filled croissant oh, and fresh, so good. <laughs> fresh blueberry muffins. Yum. Also, we pride ourselves in serving both vegan, vegetarian, low-salt, low-sugar, and kosher menu as well. Oh, nice. So you guys really cater to a range of dietary needs. That's really great. So if I'm doing the math right, Carl, you are in your 39th year of running the inn. That's right. April, uh, May 1st began our 39th year in business. Wow. 39 years. Congratulations. And in that 39 years, you've gained some very valuable experience that you now pass on to other people as an instructor. Is that right? Yes. So I, I began teaching at the community college, then at the University of Delaware, and then at New York University in their hospitality program, some at long distance and some in person. And I really enjoy that. And I, I also hold my own seminars oh, really? where people can come here for three days, immerse themselves in what an inn is like. Uh -huh. And I have the oldest running apprenticeship program in the nation, actually. How cool where is people that? like you can take a seminar and it's a week minimum because I think it's important that they see a whole week sure. in terms of uh, we go to the wholesale food place, we go to the wholesale furniture place and the antique market we go yeah. to rices together and buy some of our organic produce nice. so i want everyone to see the full range of activities before they step off their corporate ladder and um, go into it that's amazing that you use what you've learned and you mentioned that you had many mentors when you were just starting out and now you're a mentor for people helping them to realize their own dreams Yes, thank you. And I, and I enjoy um, passing it on and um, paying it forward. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, Carl tells me more about the inn's history, its ties to the American Revolution. And we even talk about some of the ghostly spirits who still reside there today. You won't want to miss this.
Established in 1682, Bucks County has gathered its share of ghostly residents and haunting stories over the last few centuries. The county is home to roaming spirits, haunted roads, and unexplained phenomenon. Embark on a driving tour of more than 20 haunted locations throughout Bucks County. Go to visitbuckscounty.com for the route and stories behind these mysterious historical stops. Bucks County is home to many stops on the Underground Railroad from taverns and churches to privately owned farms. Follow Visit Bucks County's list to learn about the significant locations involved in the fight for freedom at visitbuckscounty.com slash underground railroad. Carl, I understand that the inn has a very interesting history. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Half of Washington's army camped on the site of the Wedgwood Inn and our grounds and in that original 1720 building for three weeks prior to the crossing on Christmas Eve. Wow. And uh, we know Lieutenant Monroe was here. We can't prove General Washington slept here. We know he slept across the street, Um, but we can't prove he was here. Uh, because there's nothing in writing. Okay. Uh, but we were a headquarters house for six years during the American Revolution. And this house was rebuilt on that foundation and enlarged in 1870. So that's why we are a Victorian era in, not a colonial era in. That is so cool. And the Wedgwood Inn also played a role in the Underground Railroad. Is that right? That is right. And it was uh, 17 years until we fully understood our role because it was at that time when we put, were putting an addition on the house and we discovered the, what was part of the, un- the tunnel, which was part of the Underground Railroad, wow. which housed runaway uh, newly freed slaves from the South. And they were looking to see Harriet Tubman and North and get hmm. to Canada. So the idea was for these freed slaves, and the Quakers, of course, founded the abolitionist movement in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. This was a Quaker-owned property. Bucks County is known for its Quaker meeting houses and that feeling for tolerance and uh, respect for other and um, also to make the stranger feel welcome. Mm-hmm. That's all ingrained in our 300-year history here. And... Um, we discovered that underground tunnel when we put the addition on. And one of our spirits that's here is a 12-year-old girl named Sarah who was separated from her parents. Her parents escaped out the hatch. She Aww. didn't. And she's still searching for them. And that's why she's still active today. Aww. She hasn't rested, so to speak. Sure, sure. Oh, Obviously, another really big part of history and very cool that the Wedgwood played a part in helping those freedom fighters. And you mentioned uh, a ghostly spirit. I happened to find that very fascinating. Can you tell me, are there any other ghostly spirits there who you can introduce us to? Well, they're all friendly. That's a good thing. So Joseph Pickett was a New Hope butcher and kind of a renaissance man okay. in the 1900s, early 1900s. And he was a butcher on Mechanic Street. And from our yard, he painted Manchester Valley, which today hangs at the Museum of Modern Art. 
oh, in the American cool. division. Unbeknownst to us, we plopped down a second gazebo in 1984 on the site of where he painted this iconic picture. And we sometimes see Joseph Pickett today in the gazebo painting. You see him today? Today. So a guest, oh, about two and a half months ago is the most recent, it was about Memorial Day. And they said, how did you frame that painting so quickly? And they're looking at the print in our dining room. And I said, well, that's a print that's not a painting. Oh my and gosh. Um, that was painted in 1911 by Joseph Pickett. She goes, no, 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 I saw the painter. So she had a little experience with Joseph Pickett. Yes. Oh, wow. That is so cool. And so we're very happy. And he doesn't always like, we bought a second print when we were able to find one about many years ago. He didn't like it where we put it first. He rehung it himself. What? My wife thought I did it. I thought she did it. We moved it back to where we put it. The next day it was back where Joseph wants it. Oh. And that's where it sits today. Yeah. So we know Joseph is watching over us and cares about us. You know that he's there and that he cares about his paintings and the Yes, end. yes. Very, very cool. So, Carl, at the end of all of our interviews, we ask everyone the same three questions. It's our Bucks County final three. And the first one is, why are you proud to call Bucks County home to your business? I think Bucks County is a very welcoming community. Um, it has a great uh, Quaker tradition. Uh, we always had, we always hosted travelers on the old York road as a colonial uh, uh, intersection and the Quaker tradition of acceptance. Mm -hmm. I have always felt that I've been to places where the natives are not friendly. The natives are friendly here. Yes. Yes, definitely. And What's your favorite Bucks County hidden gem? My favorite Bucks County hidden gem are our covered bridges. Mm -hmm. They're typically on back roads in rural areas. You get a chance to shun the pike and get on a small dirt road, a one lane road and explore and just see the, for yourself the vistas that attracted landscape painters 200 years ago are the same today as they were then and just as beautiful. Yeah. Definitely unique pieces of construction and unique to um, Bucks County as well. Mm, yes. Uh, and our last question is, you're the perfect person for this question, actually. If there was a tourist coming to Bucks County and they only had 24 hours, what would your suggestions be that they put on their must-do list? Well, just an example for this week. We had several people who got up early and went to the antique markets first or did a little seven mile ride along the towpath. A lot of people take the train ride. Mm, we had people mm -hmm. take the, um, the dusk ride where it was a wine and cheese ride. Ooh. And one couple actually took one of the dinner rides on a beautiful 1890 steam train. Several guests um, went tubing or canoeing on the Delaware. Nice. And another couple took a, a flat boat ride. Oh, cool. Yeah, other people went to Rice's Market on Saturday. Love um, Rice's. All had fantastic meals, both inside and outside. You know, we have five riverfront restaurants mm -hmm. in New Hope, and we have another 20 that serve outside as well as inside. 
So it was a great time. And uh, a couple of people uh, went, took the self-drive ride through the covered bridges of Bucks County. Oh, nice. That sounds perfect. Okay, Carl, we are at our final piece of our interview. And in this section, we are going to go through a set of rapid fire questions, which you (laughs) have to try and get through in just one minute. Great. So I'm going to start a timer here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, good. So beer tasting or wine tasting? Wine tasting. Picking lavender at the Peace Valley Lavender Farm or touring the gardens at the Perlas Buck House? The gardens at the Buck House. Biking on the towpath or hiking at Ralph Sover State Park? Biking on the towpath. Climbing Bowman's Tower or dining at Bowman's Tavern? Oh, climbing the tower. Striking boulders at Ringing Rocks Park or seeing a rock concert at the Parks Excite Center? Have making a concert at Ringing Rock State Park with my hammer. Oh, I love that. Uh, Cover bridge driving tour or ghost tour of New Hope? Ghost tour, walking tour of New Hope. Yes. Picnicking lakeside or dining riverside? Dining riverside. Walking through Washington Crossing Historic Park or strolling at Peddler's Village? I really enjoy Washington Crossing State Park. Yeah. Oh, Carl, we're at a minute, but I'm going to ask you the last one because I'm interested. Okay. Kayaking on Lake Galena or tubing down the Delaware? I'm a tuber down the Delaware. Yeah, me too. That's two of my favorite activities, actually. Yeah. Carl, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I absolutely love our conversations because I just learn so much (laughs) every time we talk and it's just been so great. So thank you so much. Thank you. And maybe just, I should say this, Yeah. not thinking, but because of that, I, and I love history and we've been doing outside garden and ghost tours ourselves at the inn which includes making your own mint tea at the end oh, cool. and enjoying it on our porch. So if anyone's interested, if they, if they live local and they can't stay overnight, uh, there are some opportunities to do a one hour tour. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. I'm interested. <laughs> and you'll learn about Joseph Pickett. Maybe we'll see him one day. Maybe. Oh, that's cool. Oh, good. I'm glad you mentioned that. And Carl, where can people find out more about the Wedgwood Inn? If they go to the, uh, the internet, wedgewoodin.com, and you could always email me at my name, Carl Glassman, at yahoo.com. Great. And here's a glass of iced tea to you. Thank you so yes. much for inviting me. It was a pleasure. I look forward to the next time we get to chat, Carl. It's been truly wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So that's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed getting to learn about Carl, his wife, and the Wedgwood Inn and its amazing history. Please let us know who you'd like to hear from. Leave us a review. And if there are locals in Bucks County who you'd like to see featured on From the Locals, let us know. And I so look forward to sharing our next story with you. Again, I'm Brooke Hillman, and I'll see you next time on From the Locals.